Welcome to Gotta Cast Them All, the Pokemon podcast from Foul Entertainment. I'm Mike. And I'm Darren. And today we're talking about brand new Pokemon news, Darren. Welcome to season two. It's the Pokemon news we got, but not the Pokemon news we wanted. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, kind of, but Uh. we'll come to that. Anyway, welcome back to Gotta Cast Them All. Uh, If you haven't listened to Gotta Cast Them All before, this is our dedicated Pokemon podcast. We since started a video game podcast so we could talk about more video games, uh, which is what the E3 stuff is going to be under, unless there's serious Pokemon news at E3. But given the timing of this presentation, I doubt there will be. So it's time for more Gotta Cast Them All. Yeah! We, we ended the first series having reviewed Sun and Moon. We didn't come back to review Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon because there was literally no point. <laughs> it was a total non-entity of it a series. It completely was. Um, but we also used to do uh, Pokemon Challenges. It's kind of hard to do those runs again, although they will return in the future. Woo! Um, but no, we're back on the hype train, Darren. Yeah! I mean, sort of. Kind of. Um, yeah, they out of the blue... Even though, you know, there's a big video game conference coming up in two weeks, you may have heard of it. They chose, because Pokemon Company and Game Freak kind of do their own thing, mm. they elected to go early, and that makes me think, unless we gain first gameplay footage of the game that they announced um, this past uh, few days, at E3, I don't think they're going to be there. I think they want to get out of the way of Super Smash Bros and let that just dominate the Nintendo which is Which is fair. Which is completely fair. I mean, unless they announce Pokemon for that... Hopefully, Decidueye, everything's fine. Um, but yeah, so when was it? Yesterday? Yes, yesterday. Uh, it would have been Tuesday night, Wednesday morning. Our yeah, time, depending on yeah. where you are in the world. Wednesday morning, they came out with the Pokemon, Pokemon Game Pokemon Quest! Yeah, Pokemon Quest. Anyway, that's all the news about Pokemon Quest. It exists. There's some cubes. The cubes seem to want to fight each other. Then there's more cubes. Yeah. Um. Anyway, not what we're here to talk about. No. The bigger news, of course, was... Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu and Let's Go Eevee. Basically, uh, the Pokemon conference was basically... <laughs> it was just the, the entirety of Game Freak having to come out and go, Yes, there was a leak! You might <laughs> yeah. have heard of it! It's this game! Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> literally everything that was part of those leaks turned out to be 100% fact, much like the Sun and Moon leaks. So yeah, it's, um, they've, got, they've, got, they've got some leaky this, this employees. Is, I'm confident this is just how the world works now. I th- and I think this only helps the studios because it builds hype towards an announcement, which then builds further hype to those who weren't yeah. really caring about the leaks to begin with. I'll give you that. I'll be honest. I think these are like, how, how do I put it? These must be like company mandated leaks. I think that this happens for a reason. And it's to test the water yeah. to see what the reaction is going to be, to see if they need to make a big deal of it and just and wait and build a pipe, or whether they just need to admit it because people don't like it and just get it out of the way. And yeah. like, we know this game's not going to do very well now, so we can cut the marketing budget. Yeah, I think that's what it is. Um, and for this, there appears to be a a, a huge sort of like w- weird wave of excitement and disappointment. Yeah, it's a proper sort of arc, a bell curve, if you will. Yeah, where this game sits. Um, for me. I'm under, I'm undecided. Although it, it it's a Pokemon game on the Switch, and I'm gonna buy it. So yeah, it's doing its job. But I, I have reservations about a few things, and I am fanatically excited about others. Yeah, it's a it's there's a lot of weird decisions and outcomes that have gone into this game. Clearly, it was put into production day two of Pokemon Go coming out. When they went, oh fuck, this is taking over the world 
capitalise, capitalise, capitalise. Which makes a lot of sense, to be fair. And I think... Yeah. I mean, I mean, quick update on Pokemon Go. Uh, it's still there. <laughs> I'm still playing it on a daily basis. I did stop for a good amount of time. I have a trophy because I went to Cyprus and that apparently came to South Africa. Yay! <laughs> you have a trophy nice. I have one, yes. Uh, you may touch me. Um... Yeah, they, they, they're rolling on. They're just about to roll out Alolan Pokemon. I have my Alolan Executor now. Same. Uh, we're in the middle of a rock week, which I think they've done because they needed an event this week to combat Jurassic Park Live, which went uh, on the App Store this week. Yeah, very much a fuck you for stealing our concept. Yeah. Sort of so, fair play to them. Um, but it hasn't really changed much since you probably last checked into it, everyone at home. Mm, that being said, like it's certainly a more complete game now. Yeah, it didn't crash anymore. No, it don't, it don't crash. It runs a lot smoother. It looks a lot better. The fighting system's been revamped. Yeah. Um, there's now there's now a story, which yeah. is you and Willow going out to find Mew. Yeah. It's got daily login challenges. It's it's a far more rounded game than it was two, two and a half years ago. Good, yeah. Good fucking... Well, two and a half years, or is it two years? Uh, I think it's... It was the summer of 2016, Yeah, it would have been about it? two years ago. Summer 2016. So, you've yeah, got to think that was when Nintendo went... We need to get on this. Yeah. So what we've ended up with is a weird Frankenstein monster of a game that is the Pokemon, the Generation One Kanto remake we all wanted, with Pokemon Go things crowbarred into it, and it works on varying degrees. So like it's like some bits are very smart, and some bits I have reservations about. But I yeah. think that's purely because we come from. You know, the the point of view of somebody who's been with the franchise since day dot, really. Yeah. And and that's the thing. This is very clearly meant to be a jumping on point for those who enjoyed Go. Yeah. Which, if that's the case, you're probably about 12 months too late. Yeah, that that was the thing. Uh, that's one of the confusing decisions is, I don't blame them for putting it into production straight away, but then having seen it drop off, maybe think, well, maybe we shouldn't be doubling down on this mobile game. Because all mobile games have peaks and troughs. They almost immediately go amazingly well and then drop off. Even Angry Birds is on his arse at this point. Mm. Think of and that, that had a movie. I know. Think on that. So, But what I do think is smart about it is it is the ultimate hybrid of what they were trying to do with... Because I know they've been reluctant to put a proper mainline Pokemon game on the Switch. And this kind of accomplishes that for now they have said one's coming so don't worry about that we'll talk about that later it accomplishes that without giving in truly to their ideals yeah yet so i get it and again if they can kind of rekindle the fire that was pokemon go they're gonna make a fuck ton of money i think they're set to i really do yeah so just to go over a couple of my pros um go on it is still an rpg it's not it's not you know some kind of frankenstein's monster of um you walk around in the world and hope you're into the right monster it's set in kanto so it's it's a yellow remake as such yeah. which um which means that it's the kanto map you've come to know and love from red and blue yep. and fire red leaf green and heart gold soul silver etc you see the game explain video from today where they had here's it running in original game boy yellow yes here's the trailer here's where it matches up i had already gone and done that work game explainer behind oh, me okay i went and <laughs> got like pictures of like the different towns yeah on bulbapedia and ran it again i don't know why i didn't make a video i may as fucking well yeah. 
bit like Nair Marvel. Oh, no. Um, and yeah, so in the trailer, we get to see spits of Pewter City, Vermilion City, Pallet Town, Route 1, Route 3, uh, Viridian Forest, and the Forgotten Cave, or yep. the Underground Cave, or whatever it's called, as well as the Cycling Route and the Underground Pass, I believe. Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, it's Kanto, and I know there was a big outcry for Kanto to come back. Yeah. I don't get it, honestly, but we've already had the Kanto remake, Darren, and I think... I know. We've Pokemon Let's Not Play With Fire and Pokemon Leaf the Memories Alone, but... Good puns. Yeah, I think, I think this is what people... Again, they're trying to... This isn't for us, basically. They're trying to get Laps fans... Which is a very Nintendo thing to try and do to try and get them back and to say this is Kanto where you've always wanted to see it. I think he's smart on their point. Oh, it's going to make all the fucking money in the world because it's going to be the people who only played Gen 1 yeah. are going to come back like they did for Go. Yeah. The people who jumped in on Go are already going to know the Pokemon and how they work. Yeah. So they're going to be in. And then the people who are longtime fans who did want to see Kanto come back, they're going to be in. They're just clamouring for a Pokemon game on Switch. They are. So I think they'll just buy this anyway. It's definitely going to satiate that desire. Because yeah. it is still a Pokemon RPG. You know Caveats. You know what it's most like, though? Go Darren? on. It is, and as far as I'm concerned, it should be considered as such. Mm. It's very much like Pokemon Coliseum and Pokemon XD Girls of Darkness. Yes. Games that were full RPGs with full maps that had no random encounters and full trainer battles. Yeah. So that kind of comes up, basically, yeah, brings me onto a con, which is there's no random encounters, yeah, which is it, it just feels wrong. That's not how Pokemon rolls, no, which means it's gonna it's either gonna be a case of everything is easier to do, mm. or everything has been scaled back, or it's a case of there must be another way to level up your Pokemon, which again we've got a lot oh. more to cover than just the baselines yeah. of the game. Um, it is a scaling back of the most. To its most basic fundamental things. I mean, if you went on Bulb... Say you needed a Psyduck on Pokemon Yellow, you can go to Bulbapedia and say, right, it's in this uh, route. In the later games, you can say it's in specifically this patch of grass. Walk in there, you will eventually find Psyduck. They've just taken a lot of the kind of legwork out of that. So yeah. you go to that area, that's where the Psyduck is, you get that Psyduck. Yeah, and it's pretty much like the Psyduck is walking around the overworld, which I must say, looks amazing to see... Pokemon in the overworld. Yeah. It looks really good. However, I don't know. There's just some kind of air of mystery and sort of like scale yeah. that's lost in that. You're not going to be getting a blue ponytail, there she is, there she is, there she is type of video anymore because you'll just be able to walk up to a Pokemon and it kind of removes the kind of anticipation of, oh, what have I got? Oh, it's a Cappy. Yeah. Um, Which I don't know. It, I've always thought I never did it as much. I never really went shiny hunting that much. No. Which might explain why I've never caught a shiny in a mainline game. Oh, I know someone who wasn't even shiny hunting and caught two. Prick. <sighs> Prick. Either way, uh, that sort of hardcore Pokemon fan appeal is not going to be there, but nope. it is there in the setting and the characters. And honestly, I actually think the art style is pretty accessible. Yeah. It, it's kind of a weird mix, mixture of the, the Pokemon Go graphics, mm. upscaled Sun and Moon, and weirdly enough, Mario Odyssey. It's got that yeah. kind of very bold, bright, cartoonish feel. They've gone a bit back to the chibi style of um, X, y. X and Y. But but not as bad as X and Y. Not as, bad, not as prominent as X and Y, no. But, I mean, they've gone for that type of style. And I think it looks pretty. I think everyone looks pretty. Yeah, the, the fact they're all doing Pokemon Go animations, I'm like, mm. Mm, that's yeah. not great. It's one of those, isn't it? But it is the first 
HD Pokemon RPG because we didn't get one on the Wii, we didn't get one on the nope. Wii U. Nope. So the Switch is here to save the day, and it's, I think it's going to cement the fact that the Switch is probably the best GameCube. GameCube, <laughs> yes, best it's the GameCube emulator ever. <laughs> it's <Yeah>. the... <laughs> I wish it's the best Nintendo console since the GameCube. Is what I was so, going to yeah. say. And I think it's easy going to go down as one of Nintendo's best. I mean, it's the first one to have. I mean, it's the first real prominent video game I can think to have such one-to-one correlation between console and mobile devices. Yeah, because I mean, we've had ones that have had like mobile or company apps that kind of do little things, whereas being able to trade Pokemon between the two. That's pretty fucking impressive. Especially since it's from completely different developers. Yeah. They've... I don't know whether they've seen what Niantic have been up to, mm. but... Mm. Well, right, guys. You're hovering on the precipice far too many fucking times. We're coming in. I, I actually think that that's why they've uh, taken the parts of Go that people latched onto and ditched all the parts that Niantic really liked. Yeah. <laughs> like, they've taken the catching thing, which everybody got really into, yeah. and just gone wholesale, that's in our game now. Yeah. And then they're very much keeping Niantic at arm's length. They weren't. They, they didn't bring John Hankey on stage. No. He was a video. Yeah. So it's like, that, they have that weird kind of relationship with them. But, but I like what they're doing, because hopefully it means that now that there's this big, probably the first time it's ever happened, of, of a sideline Pokemon game working with... It's not a core Pokemon game, but I'm going to call it a Pokemon RPG game. Yeah. Of, of two integrating together. Yeah. That's kind of... We haven't seen that since Stadium and Red and Blue, really. No. And, like, everything up to, say, Battle Revolution with that worked with DS titles and yeah. stuff like that. But this is the first time it's done it with a mobile game. Yeah, that's, what, that's what's interesting. But this brings me on to one of my cons. Hopefully this isn't one of yours. So, the just the way the press conference unfolded told us that hardcore gamers... Whilst you were fully, you can come and buy this game. It's fine. It's not the one we're preparing for you. That's coming 2019. Don't worry, we're working on it. Maybe we see that at E3 if we see anything from Pokemon. I doubt it. I doubt it, but you never know. Here's here's what I'm thinking that, that on that point, and and yeah, it's great that we're getting we're getting Gen Eight yeah. next year. Because I did when because I, I didn't see that before I'd seen the trailer. Yeah, it did make me think. Oh fuck! Is this what they think is going to be Gen Eight? Nah. No, no, no. This is very much not Gen Eight, and that's why I said if you think of it in a case of like, it's another Colosseum, it's another Gale of Darkness. Yeah. Then it's kind of you can get excited about that. Yeah. I think what's interesting though, Darren, is that this means we've had four Pokemon games in as many years that are core RPG games. Yeah. Does this not smack of Star Wars to you? A little bit. Four titles in as many years with diminishing returns okay. in each. Yes, but I think everyone loves Sun and Moon. Yeah. If we hadn't just played Sun and Moon, we'd probably enjoyed Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon more than we did. Yeah, it was ultra soon, though. Yeah. This this being a bit removed, I think, helps it in that way, that we see it as like a... They're not pitching it as a side quest thing, but that's essentially what it is. Yeah. And then the new one in 2019... I mean, they could always delay it. They could. I think I think uh, Sun and Moon got delayed, so fine. Uh, but the con I'm seeing here is then, if this is clearly not meant for us, then they're aimed at the people who really did enjoy Pokemon Go. So casual, lapsed fans. The reason they were ca- they really super got into Pokemon Go was it was free on a device they already had. You're now trying to sell them on not only buying this game, but buying a fucking Switch to go with it. Mm. Now that can have... If, if it works... It works. They get a load of people to come in to buy the Switch. They then probably stick around. They buy Mario Odyssey. They buy Breath of the Wild. And then, fantastic, we've got new new eyes on the product like we had with the Wii when that fucking took off. Mm-hmm. That's a big 
risk to take, though. In, in related news, mm. um, I think that this is actually part of a larger gamble on on the the efforts of Nintendo. Yeah. If you believe leaks, which as it's shown <laughs> to should. be, we should definitely believe leaks. Fortnite is coming to the Switch. Okay. Which at the minute is the hot game. And I think... Have you played it yet? I have. It's fucking terrible. No, it's not great. I don't like it. No. I get why people like it. Mm. I just don't. I'm just not very good. I think that's the problem, isn't (laughs) it? Yeah. It's like... like (laughs) waited too long. When you place 98th and you literally just land on the floor and get shot to fuck, it's like... Here we go. This is the funny... (laughs) Yeah. Oh. And it's like, I better wait for another fucking game to load for half an hour. Yeah. It's not great. Either way, that's besides the point, but Nintendo are clearly trying to make the Switch to all things to all men. Yeah. And for the most part, they're doing it. Because you've got to think, I mean, going slightly back to the start of this episode, that Pokemon Quest game, that's coming out for mobile phones and stuff like yeah. that. But not yet. It's out on the Switch, though. Right. So they've cornered that market already by putting a mobile-style game on the Switch. Mm. And now they're getting the hottest game in the world right now on the Switch. Yeah. They're now also doing not just a bridge Pokemon title, but a core Pokemon title on the Switch. Yeah. Alongside... The flagship Zelda title. Yeah. And the current flagship Mario title. Yeah. With Splatoon, with whatever the fuck they announced, that's cut, what other ports they're getting. Metroid 4 on the way. Metroid 4 on the way. Smash, which is Smash on going the way. to dominate E3. Yeah. Big prediction. I think Pikmin 3's been heavily rumoured, so that can come here. Pikmin 4, you mean? Pikmin 4, sorry. Yeah. Maybe even a new Star Fox. Essentially, they, there's... The only things that Nintendo don't have right now mm. are like... God of War and and PlayStation owned titles yeah. that are currently making. Oh no! Waves. For what they have, they are striking whilst the animal is fucking hot. I don't don't deny them that they're doing a good job of capitalising. My point is though, they're getting Fortnite after mobiles have got Fortnite, so I don't yeah. know if it's really going to be a system seller more of just like, oh good, you're here, cool. Um, I mean, it does offer the plans to have n- n- not PS4 level graphics, but improved mobile graphics on the go on your Switch. And maybe this is their way of getting around the PS4 and the Xbox is by getting in bed with mobile. Something PS4 and Xbox haven't really done. And because Nintendo kind of ruled their own roost in terms of all of their first party titles, they can do it a lot better, I think, than Sony and, and Microsoft can. Yeah. But again, it's just you're relying on a very fickle audience to be your main driving force here. And you're essentially sending them beefed up Pokemon Go. But I think it's going to bring people who, like me, mm. who hadn't been playing Go every day for a while. Like, I'd say for a good six months I hadn't really properly touched Go. Is that why I started taking the lead? I think that's why I started. Sweet! Because I haven't been updating that spreadsheet. I know. So I've not been playing. I know. Um, sidebars for everybody. We have a spreadsheet so that we can tell if we've got all the Pokemon on Pokemon Go between us. Uh, Darren's probably now in the lead. I'm winning! Yay! Well, I mean, I don't have Tropius. I haven't been anywhere Woo! in the country, Darren. <laughs> um, but yeah, Sidebar over. So that's the thing. It's going to bring people back to go, which is then consequently going to... Because it's in the title, Let's Go. Yeah. People are going to go, oh, that's a, there's a name and it, the Pokemon catching is the same yeah. and it's going to be great for families. Because there's a fucking two-player mode, Darren. There is that. That looks fucking cool. That fucking does. I'll give you that. That is neat. I am forcing my girlfriend to play that with me. <laughs> I am going to tie her to the radiator, put a Joy-Con in her hand and go, you are player two. Don't fuck this up. I'm not losing to youngster Joey. This is two podcasts in a row where you've said the words, I'm going to force my girlfriend to. Is everything okay at home, Michael? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, 
Yes, Darren. Lovely. Um, <laughs> that's that's a great point. Don't get me wrong. I'm I'm not blind to the positives, and if it works, it'll fucking work mm. for them. I think we we were possibly gonna see the the Let's Go series possibly become the new Mystery Dungeon, where it's it's the it's the second tier Pokemon game that yeah. everybody looks forward to. Yeah, it has that potential. Um, Part, partly because, like I say, there's that Go integration, uh, which also span out to a new controller, which is a fucking Pokeball. You're getting that, aren't you? Obviously, Michael? Darren, look at me. I'm a man uh, if nothing but a man who loves gimmicks. You haven't got your Pokey thing on anymore. No, I haven't. You got rid of that? No, I've still got it. Was that about the time that Caroline came into your life? <laughs> yeah, funny that, isn't it? <laughs> funny that, yeah. I had to get shot of that, but now she now she accepts me for the hot mess that I am. Well done. So, you know. <laughs> um, Always well, nice. That's great. I like the fact that your Pokemon can follow you around. You can fly on a Charizard or Cash-like. Yeah, so you get your Pikachu or Eevee riding on you. Do you not think that's a bit of a weird choice? Not really. To put... No, no, no. I mean, like, to put the mascot up against Eevee. Well, Basically, they've done Poke- a big push to make Eevee a new mascot. I get that. It's, it's working like... in Japan. Oh, right, okay. Because mm. I saw this as, like, Pokemon Let's Go, the one you're going to buy, and Pokemon Let's Go, Eevee... Remember Evie? Well, she's back in pog form. <laughs> no, in Japan, Evie is pretty much on a par. And obviously, there was a lot... Is that a... why she got the Z-move? Yes, it is. Right, okay. Um, so, obviously, in the anime, it was Gary's Pokemon of choice. Um, yeah. It was Blue's Pokemon of choice in the original Yellow. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of... E- and obviously, it's, got, it's the one that has the most possible evolutions, etc., etc. Oh, my God, if you get to play as Gary in Pokemon Let's Go Evie. Then that's already just superseding jump straight to the top of the list. Well, I mean, if you if you play as a, <laughs> if you play as a trainer like a male trainer in Eevee and then pick Eevee, I think technically you are Gary. No, but I want to look like Gary. Oh, we don't know if there's Pokemon custom, uh, trainer customization. That's what I'm saying. The bloke, he doesn't look like Ash, but he looks like Red. If I can be Gary, I'm buying Pokemon Let's Go Eevee. Because that just that just. <laughs> so what's the happening. minute you're buying Pikachu. Yeah, for the minute I'm buying Pikachu, but I can very quickly be swayed if I get to be. And like, I want that song, no matter what context, to be constant. <laughs> it just changes slightly depending on the situation. So it gets yeah. a bit green, a bit light. That's all I want. <laughs> oh, that'd be the best. That would be pretty rad. Whilst you not may not be able to dress up your trainer, mm. you can dress up your partner Pokemon. Who gives a shit? Uh, honestly, I think it's cool. I cool. think it's, I think Fine. it's really nice. Fine. Well, uh, it, it's it would have felt too harsh to take away all customization because Sun and Moon was all things to all men. Yeah. In terms of customization, mm-hmm. customize fucking everything. Yeah. It's great, and they've ha- clearly had to like make Let's Go as this kind of interim title between uh, Gen Seven and Gen Eight. Yep. And I think it works. I think that's what they're doing with that. So like we've just said, um, so we've got the local co-op and following Pokemon are back. That's great. Yeah. Don't know why they've chosen this game to do it, but I'm glad it's back. It's fine. Cool. Uh, which means I think can... it's because you've only got to animate 151 of them. That's true. Not 825. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It was a, easy, a little easier when it was Sprite. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Ride Pokemon are back, which you talk about, which potentially means that we're in the Sun Moon universe and there's no uh, HMs, which is cool. would be perfect for me. Um, and like I say, as a holdover for Gen 8, it's fine. Um, it's very cute. A couple of other things that... No cons. No cons. There are cons. Yep. No Johto. Confirmed no Johto. Okay. So no Gen 2. That's fine, because I mean, you'd have that for a sequel. I guess so. Or DLC. Hmm. That would be cool. Uh, Go integration is limited to Kanto-only Pokemon, with Alolan forms allowed, though. Okay. So, so Alolan forms are in the game. Cool. However, I'm just... When it comes to that Go integration... Bear in mind, we've been playing Go since day one as well. Yeah. 
The only ones I don't have are Tauros and Mewtwo. Yeah. That's it. The rest mm. I've either got or I'm on track to get. I know, but then again, if they're aiming as either lapsed fans who maybe caught, you know, a Pikachu, a Bulbasaur, and a Spearow, and then went, oh, fuck this, I'm done. Or um, people who um, maybe deleted the game, don't have that sale file anymore, and this is a reason to come back and just start all over again. I get that. But you know what really fucked me off at the end, mm. right? Because you know... I am now one Pokemon away from having them all. Oh, yeah, yeah. I've just got to wait for Z- Zeraora. him to come out, and then I have all of them, and that's all I want. I only want to do it once, and then I can st- I'm can. i not going to stop, but then I can feel like I've accomplished something. Right at the end of the trailer, you're going to get a mystery Pokemon, a brand new Pokemon that's just in this game. If that gets announced, what that is, before he comes out... I cannot achieve my dream. I know. And this has happened to me three times now. However, Darren, um, there are several theories going about as to what this new Pokemon is. Okay. And in two of these instances, you will still realise your dream. Okay. Now, the most likely instance is that it's the first Gen 8 Pokemon. It's yeah. the it's the Magina. You know what I mean? It's, it's the Victini. It's, it's the, the Celebi. Yeah. Yeah. It's the one that gets introduced to Gen early so that when yeah, you get yeah. in, you already know one. However... Yeah. I want you to think about uh, Red and Blue for a minute, and I want you to think about um, what kind of mis- like legendary and mythical Pokemon were in that. Um, and also consider that they're the only games that don't have box legendaries. Uh-huh. And then think about Mewtwo. Yeah. A legendary Pokemon that you can find in both games. Yeah. Something doesn't sit right. Every other one has always had one box legendary. Yeah. The prevalent theory is that the new Pokemon will be the partner legendary to Mewtwo that nobody ever found. And not because Celebi... Uh, excuse me, not Celebi. Mew is classed as a mythical Pokemon. A Pokemon yeah. you can only access via event that is locked away and is one of a kind. Yes. Mewtwo can be accessed in, in your game when you finish the Elite Four. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is therefore a legendary Pokemon. Right. It's the only generation where there's only one of those. Yeah. So we're in the world of infinite possibilities right now with remaking Kanto. Yeah. Go would be stupid to include one Pokemon from one new region. Yeah. Because now they've got that integration going on. So the prevalent theory, and the one I like the most, is that it's a new Kanto Pokemon. And it's the other legendary. Right. It's potentially another biologically engineered Pokemon. Or it could be sort of like a type negative to... To Mewtwo. Right. So it's probably a dark Pokemon because Kanto has no dark Pokemon. Okay. Think about it. Is Are that... you saying like Mew 3? No, I'm not saying Mew 3. Right. I'm saying that it's it's a new Pokemon. It's brand new, but it is it is part of the Kanto decks. It is entry 0, 0, 0. I know who I want it to be. Who do you want it to be? The one Pokemon you couldn't catch in the first one. The most legendary of all the Pokemon in first generation. If I don't get to cast Masingo, something's gone <laughs> fucking wrong. <laughs> if they're, in, if they're oh, canonizing that... Masingo, this is the this is the greatest timeline. Darren, missing no. Whatever the fuck his name is, him. That's what I want. If if they make missing no canon, that would be incredible. But the thing is, um, oh yes, sorry. Um, slightly related news. Did you see that there was a, a ROM of um, 
the alpha slash beta version of Pokemon Gold that got leaked. No. From 1997 Space World event. Yeah. Where they cobbled together a working version of Pokemon Gold, like uh-huh. years before it came out. Yeah. That had, and I've got a picture for you, Darren, that, that had an entirely different Pokedex with Pokemon we've never fucking seen before. Okay. It's kind of amazing. I'm going to show you after the podcast, actually, because it will Look, drag it us work on a, an audio medium. Yeah, no. well, either way. So that's the thing. They have a pool of Pokemon, especially scrap designs that they could pull a new one yeah. from. And I think they'd be very smart to do something that is Kanto-centric that would work in this game. I'm thinking Missing No is now my number one choice. The pre-evolution of Miltank and Tauros. That would be a cool new thing. Yep. A uh, baby Pokemon there would work. And, and the third possibility is... Baby the, Kangaskhan. No, the long-rumoured third evolution of Pikachu. That before mm. Pichu was considered, yeah. it was going to go Pikachu, Raichu, Gorachu. Right. And this is the one that's making the... Everyone thinks it's going to be Gorachu. I don't think it's going to be Gorachu. I think it's going to be a Kanto I Pokemon, I think though. Mega Raichu would be... A bigger show. Yeah, but he's got a low run form, so he doesn't I know, but he could also have... I mean, if they always want to add something to Pikachu, give Raichu a mega form. I, I think Gorachu would be a step too far, mm. um, but I am I am behind perhaps a... Kanto's only dark Pokemon. I think that's what you've got to do, because Kanto's got steel Pokemon retroactively. Yeah. It's got fairy Pokemon retroactively. It hasn't got a dark... Hasn't got a dark bond. There no, is, it has, has it? has no dark mm. Pokemon. Not one. Missing... Missing or, No is a dark type. You can catch um, the ghost that becomes the Marowak. Oh, that could work. So yeah. They're, 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 and it's the first options. dark type. It's Dark Ghost. Done. There's your Boom. second Canto Legendary. Forget about it. Entry zero. Done. Lovely. That's what I think. Wow. Um, anyway, a tangent. That was a tangent. Uh, so the last couple of things that I want to touch on. Um, with that Pokeball controller, and and... This is just second I saw that when oh Mike's gonna buy yeah. that, isn't he? Aren't you worried? I was thinking about this, but and I think it's actually quite plausible, but aren't you worried that the game can be controlled by one Joy-Con? Why would I be worried? I don't know, it just seems too streamlined. It, but then you, you but then you think about what you do in a Pokemon game and you walk and you operate a menu. Yeah. And yeah, you could do that with four buttons and a stick. Yeah. You don't need both sides. That's all the Game Boy had. It had less than that, had D pad and two buttons, that yeah. was enough. So you're right. I think uh, they didn't really show it in docked mode, where you're not just like using it like a Wii remote. You're actually playing it with both controllers on the screen. That may change things. But mm. considering they've... They did show that. I did know. Yeah, and uh, as it turns out, the motion controls with throwing the ball are optional. Oh, okay, good. Well, that's... Uh, I think because they've changed catching mechanics, I thought you'd have to... Yeah, they... They've got to engineer a way around that that you can naturally throw the ball, but I'm sorry if they're getting rid of that. That doesn't matter. Yeah. And again, if this makes if this becomes a standard feature on the one coming 2019, mm. then that's a bit more worrisome. Yeah. But if, as I said, if it's optional, actually, no, that doesn't make that doesn't make too much of a difference. I, don't think. I, I I wouldn't mind keeping the mechanic as long as random encounters where you have to fight them are back. Yeah. I really don't mind if it's a case of like you weaken them to traditional methods, and then when it comes to the ball, the go capture screen appears. Yeah genuinely do not have a problem with that. No, that'd be really good. That'd be fantastic. And they would be stupid not to do it now that they're doing it in Let's Go. Yeah. Unless this becomes a staple of Let's Go and then it's subside to that feature and it's like, okay, I guess that's fine. Yeah. Um, last couple of things before I hand over to you for any other business. Okay. Um, there's no online play whatsoever. There's local co-op. There is potentially trading Yeah. Uh, through local wireless. 
but there is no online play. There is no online co-op, and there is no online battling. Mm, okay. Oh, that's... Again, they've got to save something for the 2019 one. Yeah, I think clearly, I think they're working on the meta for what Generation yeah. 8 will be, because yeah. there's going to be a lot of changes, I imagine, as there is every generation. And last thing was, um, at the minute, the, nothing has been said about Pokemon Bank or trading things up to Gen 8 or trading yeah. things... I mean, we know we can go back and forth between Go. We haven't even learned how the trading between Go works. We know it goes to somewhere called Go Park, but we don't know what happens after that. Right. Have we got to do a... Is it going to be like working like the Safari Zone where we've got to recapture those Pokemon? Yeah. Or is it just a straight transfer? Can I introduce a Pokemon that I haven't discovered yet? Yeah, Cause, okay. Because if you've been playing Pokemon Go since day one, you can just go, oh, okay, well, I'm just going to fucking bring Mewtwo, Mew and... Zapdos, Articuno, Moltres, and just steamroll the fucking game. And then... I'm going to roll into Pewter City with all the legendaries. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of like, what's up, Brock? <laughs> oh, um... dude, that's nice. <laughs> <laughs> Good luck. That, that would be funny. Um, and the other thing, and the thing that irks me the most, oh. there are levels. Pay yourself. No, there are levels in the game, yeah. which is fine, but CP is a thing in the game. Okay. How and can I'm, there be both? I don't know, but there's definitely both. If you looked on the Pokedex screen, there's a kid yeah. looking at a Psyduck that he's just caught, and it has level and CP. Now, I thought it would be a case of you transfer something out of Go, hmm. the CP gets put through a... Does it meet this threshold? Then it becomes yeah. that level. Okay, that makes sense. That's fine. But it seems like it's an independent value. Yeah. I'm very worried about that. I didn't like CP in Pokemon Go. I don't like it in Let's Go. Well, I suppose in terms of the conversion, I think it, it would make sense to make them two separate things because you could have, for example, my armor star is maxed out at about 1,400, but obviously that's not the highest level of CP. So would a 1,400 armor star that's maxed out meet my Venus or is like 2,400? Would they both be level 100 because they're both maxed out? Or because they're clearly different in power levels, is armor star's level cap different? From Venusaurs, etc., etc., etc. So if they make them two separate things, and they govern, they govern two different aspects of the Pokemon. So, for example, leveling could be just for the the Pokemon battles that you're going to do, and then if you're fighting Pokemon in the wild, it relies on the CP trait. Do you know what I mean? I do get it. It's I, I understand that they're in a bit of a if they if they didn't want to just stick to CP as the be all end all. They've got a. There's got to be a trade-off somewhere. Hopefully, they give some clarity on that again. If they want to show some gameplay at E3 and clarify that, that's great. That will be real good. Although I doubt it's going to happen. No, it won't. Happen. Also, how many TVs you think are going to get broken due to this throwing mechanic? Oh, so many switches are so, going to be hurled right? across the room. We already know Joy Cons are flimsy as fuck. Yeah. So like, that, this ain't going to end well. No. And people call me stupid for wanting to buy the Pokeball controller. If I break that, I can still play my Switch. That's a good point. So you know. On the whole, though, Darren, any other business before I... Uh, no, all up? good. Um, yeah, so we're getting the the core Pokemon title in 2019, which will be Generation 8. That's been confirmed, um, which is now going to be... They've described as a more handheld experience, which yeah. I think people are misinterpreting as, oh, no, it's going to... You're not going to be able to play Doctor on the TV. Your motherfucker's seen that battle screen. They've clearly thought about how this will work on the TV. Yeah. I love how minimalist it is. Yeah, I love how it's just the the things and then the command for the moves here. Bare minimum. Yeah, that's maximize HD. Yeah, good. It's a smart idea. I'm I'm looking forward I... to Gen Eight so much. They couldn't just stop it from being played in dock mode, could they? That's not a thing that the Switch can do. No, not really. If you put it in stock, it's just gonna go. No, 
not doing oh, it. Oh, actually, yes, there is a game that does that. Is there? It, there's a, it's a shitty port of a mobile game. Oh, fuck it then. And it straight up just goes, yeah, this don't work on the TV because it's a touchscreen game. Well, uh, well, this thing, because if the prevailing theory is they're going to, once the 3DS is properly phased out, which I think it's probably got about a year's... This could be the E3 where they kind of announce it's, it's you know, winding down party, yeah. so to speak. Um, and it goes through the final throws for a year, and then by the time this Pokemon game comes out, that's a nice way to signal... We're moving away from traditional handheld and home consoles, and now we just have one. Which would be weird to have a realm where Nintendo have gotten out of handhelds. Mm. Kind of, sort of. That would be odd, to yeah. not have a dedicated Nintendo handheld platform. But it was going to happen eventually. Well, I think if the Switch had failed, they would be making another another Nintendo yeah, DS. they would be. They but... would be. But they, it's, a, it's a smash hit. They don't need to. I, th- I think now it's time for them to go, if, if, we, if we... Once the Switch has let its course if yeah. we don't make another console that's like that we go back to home console and and handheld console yeah but it's gonna feel like such a step backwards that is that they're kind of they're driving themselves into a corner now where everything's got to basically look like the switch oh god imagine it if it, if this year's e3 it's like the new nintendo 4ds oh, oh, <laughs> fuck me now we've smell. <laughs> it can travel through time. <laughs> Pre-order I... yours yesterday. <laughs> oh, well done, Michael. Um, no, I think I think uh, so. Their way of saying, I think them saying it's more handheld is shorthand for saying this is more like the 3DS Pokemon games than it is yeah. your Coliseums, your Let's Goes, etc. So I'm okay with that. I'm white, okay and I've only seen a black screen with white text on it saying, "Don't worry, it's coming." <laughs> yeah, essentially, <laughs> those those games are going to be called Pokemon Calm and Pokemon Down. <laughs> it's fucking coming. What's Pokemon Down Calm, Mom? <laughs> no, you're right. That that's and it's smart of them again to that they're trying to spin as many plates as possible. And unlike most companies that try and do this, I do have faith that they know what they're doing. Yeah. Having said that, they thought they knew what they were doing with the Wii U for four years, and mm. they did not. The Wii U bred a lot of brilliant games. It's just the fact that nobody played Yeah, but now them. they're having to desperately port them over. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, can play them. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think we're going to get a slew of those at E3 as well. But oh, that's boy. beside the point. If we don't get a, a Skyward Sword remake, I'd be surprised. I know that wasn't a Wii U game. But yeah. And I, still, um, and I still want Pokemon Snap. I want my Pokemon Snap. How they didn't put that on the Wii U, I'll never know. The but... game that would have made the most sense and actually shifted units. And yeah, I thought that was going to be this. If Quest hadn't have been the backup one, I thought it was going to be Pokemon Snap 2, but there we go. Um, so yeah, I, I think... I don't own a Switch at the minute. I don't think, unless it comes out and this takes over the world, this is going to be the thing that forces me to jump on earlier than planned. I was planning on getting one like January, February time next year. Yeah. I don't think I'm going to jump on straight away for this. Had it been the mainline one, that would have changed things. Yeah. So I may even hold it for then. Yeah, you've you've got a good 18 months before you absolutely have to own one, which is good. Oh, yeah, because I don't own a console that has a mainline... I don't not own a console that has a mainline Pokemon game on it. Yeah. That's why I bought the 3DS. That's why I bought a DS. That's why I bought a Game Boy Advance. So there we go. Yeah. Um, second that comes out, I will be owning one, and then we'll have... So many games to go and dive back into. Yeah. yeah. Uh, which will be fun. But you get no. to replay Breath of the Wild. I fucking do. With the <laughs> DLC. <laughs> yeah, so it's not a shifting system shifter for me. But I think as you are a, a Switch owner, I think you'll be buying it. Oh, 100%. It 100%. Yeah. And like I say, thinking more about the time that I have enjoyed games like Colosseum and XD Gale of Darkness, mm. I think putting it in that frame of mind and you're going, okay, so it's an alternate 
Pokemon RPG. It's it's a it's Pokemon RPG that isn't the the main series. It isn't about yep. You know, introducing a new generation. It's it's retelling a, a story we've heard before in a different way. Mm-hmm. That makes me excited. Yeah. And who are we kidding? It's a Pokemon game. We're gonna fucking play it. So we you are. Know. And if it does include a new Pokemon, I will buy that shit off of you. <laughs> I will buy that Pokemon from you just so I can finish my fucking labour. I want it done so I can watch a sunset and fucking rest. Now we go have all of the fucking Pokemon after 20 years of fucking trying. Or a Thanos, Jesus Christ. It's just, it's just getting to me now, Michael. They keep doing it. I don't know why they're doing it, because they're doing it to annoy me. Me alone. Every time I go, these clothes, I'm one away. Oh, there's new ones coming. Fuck. <laughs> Oh, that's what all of a sudden pissed me off. Yeah. Like, oh, God damn it. I was like four shorts. Damn it. <laughs> oh, good God. Plug away, Mike. So you can go and find me on Twitter at that Mike Cohen, and as well as Instagram. And you can go and find the site under the username FowlENT. That's F-O-U-L-E-N-T on your social media of choice. Darren? You can find me on Twitter at the Guttridge, and if you go over to our website, failentertainment.com, you can check out a review of uh, Deadpool 2, you can check out a review of Solo, a Star Wars movie, and as we've mentioned, coming up, we've got Jurassic Park Fallen Kingdom at the theatres, and of course, E3 is only a couple of weeks away, and we're going to have a wrap-up show of everything big that happens on that show. Thank you very much for listening to this episode. We'll see you either for Catch It, uh, Gotta Cast Them All, Catch You Later, um, Gotta Cast Them All, or A Bittersweet very soon, more video game stuff. But for now, bye everybody! Smell you later, everyone! <laughs> <laughs>